so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances and with Kathy and Jennifer. Welcome to Finances and. I'm Jennifer and I'm here with Kathy. How's it going this week? Everything is going well. I am getting ready for spring break next week and I am looking forward to that. Nice. Very nice. What about your taxes? Have you done those yet? I have not yet finished my taxes, but I certainly will over spring break. But that reminds me that we have until May 17th this year to get our taxes done. So they've given us an extra month so that if you have not done yours yet, you don't have to hurry and get done by April 15th. You do have until the 17th. That's true. Yes. But I'm definitely getting my taxes done this week because even though we have until May 17th, I will be away at my official, finally, graduation with personal financial planning because they're going to actually hold graduation for last year. So it will be right around that same time. So I'm pretty excited about it. That's awesome. Where's the graduation at? Kansas State University. The fact that graduation is actually happening and coming up soon made us start talking about what is it that new graduates might need to know about? Yes. And finances are a big part of your graduation experiences. The first real job that's salaried will determine so much of your future. The first salary you say yes to will always be the bar that is used when you apply for new jobs. It does not mean that a new employer will know what you made, but you will use that number to decide the new job and salary. If you start low, the following jobs will be considered against it. If you take a job for, say, $30,000, the next one you might take at $35,000 will sound great. But imagine if you worked hard to get $60,000 as your first salary, then going up from there is all that makes sense. You're so right, Jennifer. You know, an example could be any dollar amount at all, but your first salary will always set the stage for everything else to come in terms of your salaries. However, however, salary is not all you need to compare when you're looking for a job. As tempting as money is, your retirement plans need to be a big consideration as well. Medical benefits too. Good point. Go ahead and make a table and compare salary, paid vacations or sabbaticals, retirement percentages, health insurance benefits, and any other extras they might offer. So some of the extras that are possible at certain companies are that they'll pay for your life insurance. They might offer wellness incentives or educational stipends. Some jobs offer free perks like parking, disability insurance, or if you can telecommute or childcare. Negotiating may feel odd as a new salaried employee, but you can discuss all of these options as long as you have researched the following. Know your worth. This can be a range. Know what others of your ability are paid and be able to discuss that without emotion and stick to facts. Let the employer make the first offer, not you, but be prepared with a number ahead of time. Don't accept an amount you think is wrong for you. Negotiate all the above terms like vacation, medical, and confirm their answers. You know, I was reading the simple dollar and they said not to negotiate your salary based on your previous salary, because it doesn't matter what you made at your last job. It needs to be what this current job is being paid. So you have to know your worth and you have to know the salary range of the new job. So going back to our $30,000 example, you got your $30,000 job or your $60,000 job. But if the new job you're applying for actually has a range from ninety dollars to $100,000, you just leave all of that in the dust and make sure that you're negotiating with what the band is for that particular job. You may need to decline an offer at a job, maybe for salary, but if you do, be sure and let them know professionally why you can't accept it. 
you not only want to conduct yourself in a professional and courteous way, but doing that will keep you in mind for other opportunities within the company. And if one of your interviewers moves on to another job, they might reach out to you from that new job because they wanted to hire you. Yeah, that's a really good point. So along those lines, don't burn your bridges. Poor impressions really last. You may not get the job this time, so be gracious. And who knows why you didn't get it. Maybe this job was removed or an internal employee got it. But if they liked you, they will not forget you and they will reach out if they can. Networking will be your biggest asset. That's one reason that prestigious schools are sought after. It generates contacts that can assist their graduates. You can reach out to fellow alumni and and chat with them about their experiences and opportunities that they can share with you. Once you have that job, make sure you carefully follow through on any benefits offered and seek counsel as needed on options you may have like medical, dental, and retirement. This is the time to put as much as possible into your 401k. Based on any match they make, you should aim for 15% total of your paycheck. If the company matches 3%, you make sure to put in 3% to get that 6%. But now you only need 6 to 9% more to reach the 12 to 15% savings. This will be money you're not taxed on since it's pre-tax money and you will not miss anything as your first big salary job. It will all seem like a lot. Here is the time to also confirm any student loans you might owe on. You need to find out when is the first payment due? Can you pay more than what they're asking per month? Will your company help with the repayment? Because some do. You should start budgeting now also if you haven't been before, because this new paycheck may seem like a million dollars, but careful planning and spending will be the best thing you can do for yourself and your family. You're going to have to consider this your new homework for life. Recent graduates have endorsed moving back home to save money. The ability to start life debt-free with a little bit of time back at home is a great trade-off if it works for you and your family. If you do find yourself back in your old room, move things around, make a space new to you. You can even create a home office, maybe in a corner if you need to, move childhood things out. You could sell, donate, or toss. Just make sure your family doesn't want your old handprint first. I highly endorse the asking a parent if you can get rid of that kind of stuff. (laughs) Otherwise, you will hear about it later when (laughs) it's gone. (laughs) Very true. You should also be prepared for feeling overwhelmed. It could be that this is the first time you're truly on your own. Acknowledge the anxiety is okay and find healthful ways to counteract it. Working hard is important, but so is finding ways to play hard. What activities do you enjoy doing? Find clubs or groups that you can be out with that enjoy the same types of things. If you graduated but don't have a job yet, then you should make finding a job your full-time job. You can set goals and make them specific, like I'll email three alumni each day, or I'll send one prospective employer a resume today and research the company and really show that you know their business. I'll spend one hour a day growing my LinkedIn network. Meet with anyone you can, even parents, friends, to network or ask advice of. The more you're out there, the shorter your wait will be. We found some great websites that were dedicated to job searches. Aftercollege.com was specifically for students and graduates. Because they're recruiting graduates, no prior work experience is necessary. CollegeRecruiter.com, they also cater to graduates, but they offer career tips and advice to new graduates as well. USAjobs.gov, I've actually used this site myself. It's going to help you find a federal job broken down by your major, and they also offer advice on how to get these jobs. 
Bright.com is great for those who don't know what they want to do. This website is cool because by using the resume builder tool, it starts to find jobs that match your education, experience, and other keywords you use. That sounds like a really cool website. Yeah. Other sites include alumnicentral.com, indeed.com, simplyhire.com, monster.com, idealist.com, and usajobs.com. You might even want to consider more than one resume with different areas. So if you're searching for different types of jobs, then you might need to change your resume slightly and just have different resumes ready for those different types of jobs. And you know what? If you're still job searching, then you've got the time to do that. That's really the bottom line in terms of searching for a job. If you don't already have one at graduation is, you know, the advice earlier of make finding your job, your job. It's easy to say, you know, spend an hour on doing something, but really you need to spend a lot of hours a day on doing it. Make it your job. Your job is going to be from, you know, some 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. type thing. Commit yourself to really putting yourself out there and spending your time to find a job. It's a lot of time online. It's a lot of time revising and networking, but all of the time that you take now will help secure getting your first job as we said, the less time you're going to be actually having to wait for it. Commit yourself to spending your time in these different types of activities. And then once you get that job, negotiate well and get all the benefits that you possibly can. That's all really great advice. Anything else? That's all. Good luck, graduates. Thanks for listening to Finances and New Graduates. We know you chose to listen and we're grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe for free in your podcast provider or share your favorite episode with a friend. Finally, consider leaving a review because it helps bring financial education to others and lets others find us more easily. Please let us know what questions you'd like answered or any topics you'd like us to cover by going to our website at financesand.net and leaving us a message. You can find our infographics there and here in the show notes. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax accounting or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school so you don't have to. So weird. No, just me. (laughs) So weird. Kansas State University. (laughs) Negotiating with me. Things are about to get interesting. (laughs) 